Sit back and listen to Chaya Srivatsa have exclusive conversation with women from different professions. A Sochcast brought to you by the Guild of Women Achievers, a global network of women with amazing talent, achievements and a great story to tell. These interviews were done over 15 years ago. Yes, and that's the kind of woman we have here in the studio with us today, Radhi Spear. who has uh, come into a profession in 84 where very few women were there in it into a company where she was the first woman to enter and right now she is a senior technical staff member with AT&T but she's going to share with us some very interesting moments or rather months four months that she stayed in the biggest IT industry in India Infosys hi radhi hi tell us all about it how did you get in there um when we when i i graduated from bms college of engineering i got my be in electronics okay. and we were having on campus interviews now tell me how many girls were there in your class when you did your be electronics we were 13 girls out of a class of about 90 okay that's so not so bad we were growing in size yes okay so so the buzz on campus was that this company called infosys was coming to our college mm-hmm. and we had heard that they only hired people from iits okay but we'd heard that they had got a grant from the karnataka government and were asked to hire local engineers from people in the state mm-hmm. so i took the exam along with my friends they had an exam and an interview and i subsequently got a letter which said um, due to our limited manpower requirements and large number of applicants you're on the waiting list so i thought oh it's just a matter of time and an opening comes up i'll get a job there oh you're very optimistic i must <laughs> well i thought that's what the letter meant at the time yeah, it was only 21 So a few weeks later I happened to meet my classmates and one of the guys and uh, his name was Nagasama he had taken the exam after me and he said you know what I just got an offer at Infosys and wow you must have felt very very let down Well I said wait when did you take the exam when was your interview and I compared notes with him and I said but but I took it before you and I got a letter saying I should be on the waiting list so is what did you do about this it didn't sound right to me and I knew where the office was which was in Jayanagar 5th block and my grandmother's house was in T block and I know we go often to see my grandmother and I thought let me go check it out so I I went to the office The first time I went the secretary said well the manager is busy come another time I went back again I made several trips So you're one of those persistent types huh Well I wanted to join the company now more than ever <laughs> So that particular company or it was just like I needed a job kind of thing Well I needed a job and I wanted to join a private firm for okay. whatever reason um, I don't remember now But so anyway I was persistent and finally one day I got all managers sitting together in a room and they said well You know if you, this is not a public company you say 9 to 5 and you go home sometimes we have to work late we have deadlines you know you need to work you know, whatever depending upon the schedule and I said sure and then someone else said well we might send you abroad to america or europe would you be willing to do that no i i just want to ask you here radhi mm-hmm. do you think these kind of questions are uh, f- you know sent through to only women candidates or do you think men are also asked similar questions I don't think men were asked oh, that. I, at least I didn't think so, but at that time I was so intent on getting the job. I yeah. wanted to know what their concerns were. Correct. The other other concern one one person said, "Well, if we send you to America and if you marry someone, then your parents will be mad at us." 
And, oh. Oh. and I said, so finally, I said, okay, if you want me to work late, I'm willing to work late. It's not just nine to five, whatever it takes. Okay. You, might, you, you might send me abroad. I'm willing to go abroad. If I marry someone there, you will not be held responsible. Will you hire me now? Then so you were interviewing them. Like. Right. I, I listed all the points because that's how it seemed to me. Then one manager, I think his name was Raghavan, he said, well, the reason we didn't really hire you was because your score was marginal. I said, in that case, why did you send me the letter that was on the waiting list? Then Gosh, you must have been some tough uh, cookie for them. <laughs> well, well, then another manager said, okay, tell you what, we'll hire you on a temporary basis for six months on probation. We'll see how it works. You start Monday. I said, fine. Mm -hmm. So I was very excited. I was going to start work Monday. But even though they told me it was on a temporary basis, when I started working, they asked me very first day, can you open an account in the local branch in Jainagar? Because they did a direct deposit of your salary. Mm -hmm. And then um, I saw construction going on in the office and they were building a ladies bathroom. Wow. I also saw that the memos change from just dear sir to dear sir slash madam. Okay. So I didn't realize that I had caused all these you changes. You were creating history. <laughs> So it, it was all very exciting, mm -hmm. and uh, we we had to catch an auto and go to Myco where the pro where we did our programming. We had to take off our footwear and go into this glass room mm -hmm. and work at the monitors. And Mr. Narayan Murthy used to be programming there, and he would wear these headphones and he'd be programming, you know, with his Walkman. And we'd all look at all with him like, wow, you know, that's he the way. But a big guy, <laughs> right? But meanwhile, we were not allowed to program directly. We had to write it in pencil. Mm -hmm. And this was in COBOL, and you know, and engineering students usually don't study COBOL. That's a business language. We study Fortran and Pascal. So they taught us COBOL in three days. We had to write programs in COBOL, and we had to write it in pencil, and they told us do a pencil run, and don't compile too many times, because they check the number of times we mm -hmm. compile. Try and write clean, structured programming, top-down approach. So so we, we tried our best, and then uh, and I remember distinctly in one occasion, Mr. Narayan Murthy would call us individually. He would check our programs. Mm -hmm. And one case, I remember one of the guys in my group, he just threw the program across the room, and he says, how many times do I have to tell you? Structured programming. Don't write spaghetti code. And we all looked in, all like, oh, my God. Better and you're the only girl there. Yes. Okay. Yes. In my batch, there were seven men and myself. Mm-hmm. And, and so even today, I think that 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 foundation of structured programming, not writing spaghetti you. code is, is really helpful. Mm -hmm. And um, they made us business cards right away, which was exciting. I was just 21 at the time. And then uh, they, those who didn't have passports, they got passports. I had a passport. They changed my profession mm -hmm. from student to software engineer. So that was a thrill as so well. So you think all this give you a lot of excitement at the age of 21 and uh, one of the few professional women what they call knowledge workers today yes 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 it, it, it was exciting and my salary at the time too tell me tell me <laughs> well it was an excellent salary at the time it was 1500 rupees rupees yes yeah and if you talk in terms of dollars now it's like some uh, 30 dollars <laughs> yes but but in those days i think a dollar was i don't know 11 rupees 11 or 14 rupees. rupees something like that okay so it'll be maybe 100 dollars yes okay good <laughs> So, so, so then what happened was, in the meantime, um, I was considering coming to America for higher studies mm -hmm. and I would got my I-20, so I'd apply for a visa. So I decided to go to Madras uh, July 3rd to apply for my visa. So I was gone for two days. I did get my visa. In the meantime, 
they were so concerned they thought i was sick or okay. something they sent one of the, my coworkers to my home to inquire about my health and why didn't i show up <laughs> at work so when i got back from madras i was so guilty that here i am sneaking off to get a visa and there they're concerned, concerned about my about health okay so th- on monday i went back to work and i sort of fessed up to nandan nilekani that you know um, i don't want to regret it in the future i'm trying to get a uh, you know higher education mm-hmm. in america i did get my visa he was very nice he said do you know anybody in new jersey i said currently my sister's there but she's leaving for west germany i don't really have anyone he said oh i have a good friend there mm-hmm. he gave me his name he gave me his phone number he said my friend will help you and and they were extremely nice okay sounds good now what uh, of the story that you just told me um radhi i get some signals here the first thing is persistence for women who want to get what they want persistence is important Oh absolutely. Now, if you had just said, "Oh, I wasn't selected, so I didn't get selected." If you just kept quiet, you would have missed out a wonderful opportunity. Certainly. Am I right? So that's the first lesson. Next thing you said, they were asking you, "Working late, are you ready with it?" Right. So those who, women who want to break the glass ceiling and things like that, it's important for them. Right. That they should be ready to work at attic hours and Yes, yeah. I think it's extremely hard for uh, women and later on when you have children to do this, but uh I guess to succeed one has to somehow uh, manage and accommodate then. Okay. And the next thing you said they asked me if you're willing to travel so mobility again. Yes. You were willing. Now I'm just repeating this, you know, so for those women who feel oh women can't get ahead in life it's only the men who get ahead. Now oh. these are some of the indications, yeah, right? True. The the other point to remember is since I was in India with my family I wouldn't have the opportunity to travel. Mm-hmm. Usually you'd stay with your parents and then you get married and then you live with your husband's family. So to me it was very exciting the possibility of travel and to travel by myself mm-hmm. and maybe that wasn't the norm but it was actually a plus for me and there was one concern that they expressed suppose you go abroad and marry someone and your family might be upset you did marry an american i right? guess they were Still right <laughs> i guess they were right but uh, but uh, it it didn't go to infosys account right right, right. yes but were your family upset uh, initially yes but they got over it and now they're very happy okay and tell me about the party when you i mean we were just informally chatting you told me about the party you oh attended. yes so so the very first day i start work they said that they were going to celebrate some accomplishment that they had and there was a party that evening so i thought oh oh here i am put to the test day 1 i have to show i can stay late i'm i'm part of the team mm-hmm. i'm not leaving early because i'm a girl is getting dark or something okay. and luckily my grandmother's house was close by so again i want to just interrupt you this is an 84 right. and things were not the way they are now That's okay right. with more women coming into the workforce and things like that right. so it was a big decision for you right okay and so i stayed for the party i came in and then i saw a few women at the party so i said oh good there's some other people i can talk to mm-hmm. so i naively go and start speaking to the first lady and i realized she's the wife of one of the directors oh and i'm my. like oh i got to be careful the boss's wife so i start speaking to the next lady she's, she's another <laughs> boss oh. so they're all boss's wives then? yes because there are no other women there then i realized <laughs> And meanwhile all my co-workers are looking at me like I have easy access to mm-hmm. the you know the wives of the bosses and they are all stuck on the other side of the room and I thought okay this is not fair so I kind of backed off and hung around with my co-workers yeah that's But, that's uh, what I call teamwork <laughs> you could have to take an advantage of it <laughs> so so then I went back to my grandmother's house and the next day I came to work in the same in clothes in the same party clothes <laughs> <laughs> 
would you like to wrap up this radhi with a little message to women who are hoping to do something in life well I, uh, i think what you said was very true persistence does bring success you if you really believe you want something work hard and persist and mm-hmm. you will succeed okay and here is a successful woman saying it thanks a lot radhi it's been fun talking to you and uh, you had a good start in life with a good company who have very women friendly policies and i'm told today 17% of the women force in infosys are women wow well thank you for having me bye bye views expressed by host callers and guests of anil kewas are not necessarily that of the station and the whatsa communication inc or ethnic media group inc all calls may be taped and edited for live broadcast or later broadcast each caller is allowed one call per month on this show That program was brought to you by Guild of Women Achievers. Guild of Women Achievers is a global network of women hoping to project role models like Radhi Spear. Log on to www.womenachievers.com www.womenachievers.com. Bye-bye.